Easter in three words. I'm going to give you a three-word phrase that pretty much sums up everything you need to know about Easter on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. Okay, so we're going to be talking about Easter. So if you're offended by Christianity or Christian teaching, now might be a good time to just turn this podcast off because we're going to be talking about Jesus and Easter. And if you don't like that, then you're not going to like this podcast. But I got to thinking about Easter today because as I'm recording this this episode, today is Easter Sunday. And actually, it's late at night on Easter. I wanted to do an Easter podcast. I did an Easter podcast last year where I talked about Easter and Passover and how it's no accident that Easter and Passover happen at the same time. That the death, burial, and resurrection had to happen during Passover so that the Jews would understand the symbolism so that the Jewish people would understand that the whole story of Passover and the Passover lamb and the blood of the lamb and the fact that you had to pick a perfect spotless lamb for the sacrifice and all of that was so the crucifixion of Jesus as a payment for sin and the final sacrifice and all of that stuff, all that symbolism would not be lost on the Jewish people that heard the story. The blood on the doorpost. The death angel passes over you once it sees the blood of the lamb. The whole crucifixion resurrection story is all about Passover. Passover is all about the crucifixion resurrection story. But what I decided to do this year is tell you about three little words. Now you know the three little words. Anytime anybody says those three little words, you know that it means I love you. Whenever you hear anybody reference those three little words, that's the three little words they're talking about is I love you. Well, and basically that was why the crucifixion and resurrection had to happen. Anybody who's ever been in a Christian Sunday school had to learn John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's John 3.16. God so loved the world. He loved the world so much. He loved the people, his people, his creation so much that he sent Jesus to earth to redeem and save his people. So yeah, The first three-word phrase that sums up Easter, I love you. That's how much God loved us. That's how much Jesus loved us. But there were three more words that I thought about this morning while we were in church. See, Easter Sunday is the day that we celebrate the resurrection. But Good Friday was the day he was crucified. And the three words that were the last words of Jesus Christ. It is finished. Now the three words, I love you, are very powerful words, very meaningful words, 
very deeply spiritual words, I love you, but just as powerful, just as meaningful. It is finished. See, I was thinking about this week, about how Easter is the holiest day in the Christian calendar of all the holidays all year long. The holiest day that Christians have is Easter Sunday. And I got to thinking about other religions. What are their holy days? You know, the word holiday actually comes from holy day. And before the federal government of the United States started adding holidays, pretty much every holiday was a religious holy day. But the holiest day in the Christian calendar is Easter. And I got to thinking, what's the holiest day in the Jewish calendar? I had no idea. So I looked it up. Apparently, the holiest day in the Jewish calendar is Yom Kippur. And I know you've probably heard of Yom Kippur, but do you really know what it means? Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. See, throughout the Old Testament, or after Exodus, anyway, there was one day set aside per year that the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies to make sacrifice and prayers and atonement for the sins of the nation of Israel for the whole year. There was only one person was allowed into the Holy of Holies, and that was the high priest. One day a year, he would go in there and make a blood sacrifice, sacrifice an animal on the altar to atone for the sins of the nation for the whole year. And this was the holy day. And Jews, uh, Orthodox Jews to this day, actually spend Yom Kippur as a day of prayer and fasting praying to God for forgiveness for the sins of the whole year. So when Jesus hung on the cross and said, it is finished, this was another thing that would not have been lost on the Jews 2,000 years ago. Because on Yom Kippur, every year, they had to offer blood sacrifices to appease God. So when Jesus said, it is finished, and then he gave up the ghost, the last words that he said on earth, it is finished, there were no more sacrifices that had to be given. There would never again need to be a blood offering to appease God. Because Jesus became the last blood offering. No more would the high priest have to go pray for you. Now you can pray to God yourself because now you have been made holy, been made clean by the blood of Jesus. So now you are clean enough and holy enough to enter into the throne room of God and speak to God directly because Jesus said it is finished. Well, three more words that I thought about as related to Easter. And I actually posted it on my Facebook page. It was actually a meme with these three words on it. He is risen. Now, when you think about those three words, he is risen. That is what Easter is all about. 
is it's the day that Jesus rose from the grave by his own power and the power of God. He is risen. See, those are three very powerful, very meaningful words, too. It's not he was risen, or 2,000 years ago he arose. He is risen. And again, if you go back to the Passover story, when God spoke to Moses from the burning bush, and you all know the story about the burning bush, God spoke to Moses and said, Go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Set my people free. And Moses said, Who shall I say demands that these people be set free? God said, I am. Tell Pharaoh, I am, has said, let my people go. Not I was or I shall be, or there was a time when, I am, meaning right now, this minute, this day, I am. He is risen. Not he was risen, not he will rise, not he rose a long time ago. He is. I am. You are. It's present, it's right now. And that's one of the things that sets Christianity apart from every other religion on earth. People can take you to the tombs of these great religious leaders and these great government leaders and these great world leaders. They can take you to their burial site. They can take you to the mausoleum where they are lying in state. But in Christianity, there's an empty tomb. Because he's not gone, he is. He was then, he is today. And Jesus sits on the right hand of God the Father even as we speak. And if you pray right now, you are praying to and through the eternal blood of Jesus Christ. And we sang that hymn this morning. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know who holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives. He is risen. And whether you're a Christian or not, here is the reason that these three word phrases are so important to you. And I'll just run over them again. I love you. It is finished. He is risen. And the last three word phrase, you are forgiven. You could never live good enough or holy enough or have an, enough spirituality in your own power to stand before a holy God. To stand in the presence of Almighty God, you are not holy enough and you never could be. And I've heard it put this way about sin. How much sin makes you sinful? How much sin makes you unworthy to stand in front of a holy God? Take a glass of water and put in a drop of poison. How much of the water is now poisoned? All of it. One drop of sin is all it takes 
to make you unworthy to stand before a holy God, to make you unworthy to stand in front of a holy God without being burned to a cinder. It only takes one drop. And nobody can live that holy and perfect and sinless of a life. But after the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ, you don't have to be holy because he was holy. It's his blood that sanctifies you. It's his blood that made you worthy, that made you holy. And I heard a preacher one time say that when God looks at you as a Christian, that he doesn't see you, that he sees the blood of his son and becomes heartbroken and in love with you every time he sees it. Because, see, you could never live good enough to be worthy of heaven yourself. So Jesus had to do it for you, no matter who you are, no matter what kind of a spiritual, sinless person other people may think you are. All you really are is forgiven and made holy through the blood of Jesus Christ. That's the Easter story. Easter in three words. I love you. It is finished. He is risen. You are forgiven. That's all you need to know about Easter. Glad that you downloaded. I'm glad that you got this far in the podcast. If you're not a subscriber of the podcast, please click on subscribe. If your particular podcast player says follow instead of subscribe, click on follow. You can click on like, you can leave me a comment, and I will respond to any comments that I get. Thanks again for listening, and happy Easter, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.